The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Gitin. Masechet Gitin has been sponsored by our good friend and loyal Talmud of the Dafayomi, Mr. Haimi Dana, and his dear wife, Hashem Ishmael Mechayem. He has dedicated this Masechet according to the following principle. Our rabbis tell us that when you learn something, it can avert that item from happening. So we'd like to learn the Masechet Gitin, so it will remain in the theory of learning and never come to fruition in actuality. And therefore it should be blessed, him and his dear wife, and all of Klal Yisrael, with Shalom Bayit, and Aslachan Harvacha, Bechol Ma'asei Yedehem, Amen. Daf Yud Gimal, today's daf is being studied in Mishmat, Morzik and Yosef Ben Sanav, and Moralatza Kanati, Yafa Bat Sarav, Verbi Abraham and Esther, Wahashem, Tanham, Kanadin, Amen. Today's daf is being studied for Ashulama, Moshe Ben Dina, Sarah Rahama Batahim, Sarah Batahil, and then a friend of the Nefesh. Ufat, Ufat, and Kremlin, the Kenyan, Asom, and Omar, Amen. We begin today's daf on Yud Bet Amud Bet. And we are starting from Tanya. That is about 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 lines <coughs> from the bottom. Let's just go review quickly. We're talking about already great mahluk between the Bimir and Chachamim. The Bimir holds giving a get to a lady as well as a shikhrur to an avid is considered a chov. And therefore, since it's considered a chov, the uh, master or the uh, husband can uh, back out so long as it does not reach the hands of the lady or the Eved. Because since it's a chov, we have a rule, in havin adam So so long as the lady, let's say, did not uh, appoint a shaliyah to accept her get, so she doesn't know about it, so the shaliyah is zokheh for her, but since it's not a zechut, it's a chov, <coughs> so therefore, so long as it does not reach her hands, the uh, husband is allowed to retract. Uh, Hakamim argued on Rabbi Meir regarding an Eved. Well, they agree that a lady divorcing is a Chov, but a uh, Eved is considered a Zichut. So now the Gemara is going to go back to that conversation between Hakamim and Rabbi Meir and analyze what was being said. Tanya, we have a bright Amar Biel Azad. Amar Nulo Lemeir. They call them Meir because they were colleagues, so they have to call them Rabbi Meir. Amanu lo Meir, we said to our colleague, Rabbi Meir, Isn't it a zikhut to the Eved to go free? Amalanu, so he said to us, Chov hu lo. No, it is a Chov. Why? Sheimaya Eved Kohen, poslom in a terumah. The simple reason that if the Eved was the Eved of a Kohen, normally he could eat Terumah, because of the law that says, Kinyan Kaspo, that the assets of a Kohen eat Terumah, so now that he's free, he loses the ability to eat Terumah, so he is indeed a, it is a Chov. So we told him, which means he has a right, the owner, not to be mefanesim. And therefore, there's no loss. Which means since the owner didn't have to feed him when he was uh, uh, working by him, so when he's getting free, so therefore no loss, because either way, he, he, had, he had the same thing that he had when he was, uh, when he was working. Amar la'anu, so Bimir answered that, Uma ilu evet kohen shibarach. Let's say the evet of a kohen ran away. Or for that matter, the eshet kohen shemar da'al ba'ala. 
or the wife of the Kohim, that also can eat Tirumah, that let's say ran away, and therefore he cannot free his slave, because the guy ran away, he cannot give his wife a divorce, because she ran away. Vehalo, ochlim betrumah, they're still going to eat Tirumah. But the guy that goes free cannot eat. We don't know exactly what this conversation is yet. The Gibraltar is going to explain it right now. Oh, but the Gibraltar continues that what the Hakamim tell to be me, but we agree that a lady that gets divorced, it is indeed a hov. Why? First of all, she loses Tiruma if she's married to a queen. And the husband is obligated to give her mizunot. Therefore, when she gets divorced, she loses something that she was getting that is considered a chos. So now the Gemara goes back to that conversation. What did Hachamim tell the Bimi'ir? And what did the Bimi'ir answer? See, there was a conversation over here with, um, with this Tiruma business over here. Right? They told them over here uh, that uh, she the, 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 the lady doesn't have to the Ava doesn't have to be supported by the husband by the master. That, that's what Al said. So they're not losing anything. So the Bimir answered back. Well, what about Tiruma? Uh, uh, because uh, he could uh, run away from uh, the master and uh, uh, he still could eat Tiruma. So we don't know exactly what was going on there. What was the give and take in that uh, in that conversation? So comes Gemaran says, Haki This is what Rabbi Meir was saying like this. You got me on the Mizonot factor, which means you're right. I can't argue with you and tell you that it's a zikhut for the Ebit to have Mizonot. Because the truth of the matter is, even when he's working, Mizonot, he doesn't have to give it to him. So I agree with you. you got, I concede. However, what are you going to answer me on the Tiruma? After all, an Ebit of a Kehoyen does eat Tiruma. And, which means, and you're not going to argue with me and tell me he doesn't have to feed him. You're right, he can get Tiruma from somewhere else. Which means Tirumai, he can eat just as long as he is a avid of a Kohen, Tirumai can be eaten anyway. So that zechut is his. Once he gets free, he loses the zechut to eat Tirumai wherever it comes from. So comes the Gemara and says, Vechit Tomru. Now, the Bimi is talking, and if you're going to tell me, that no, he can ruin him from the Tirumai even when he's a slave by just throwing the get towards him. Which means when you throw a get to somebody within his four amot, so the four amot of a person is like his domain. So therefore, he can even spoil him from Tiruma when he was uh, in Ayman, which is if the guy wants to, I don't want to take the get, the Shahrur, and throw it at him without even him receiving it. Just put it in his four amot so he can spoil him from Tiruma at that point. So therefore, when he's giving him the get, he could have done it without even the guy here receiving it. He could have thrown it at him with his four amot. This is not good. Shavik le varik vazil alma. Start so because the guy could run away. Which insists that Avid could run away out of sight, and therefore the master is not going to be able to throw the get at him. So therefore, when he finally gives him the get, it's going to be a chov because he can lose him the tirumah. So therefore, indeed, it is a chov. You're telling me, okay, mizonot, I, I concede. But tirumah. And don't tell me what I mean. Even tirumah, he, he could forfeit, uh, he could take away from how. If I told me to get him with the foremost, the foremost akone, then therefore the guy's going to be free, and therefore he loses his tirumah. He won't be able to do that because the ayyavid, if he wants, can run away, and therefore the guy's not going to be able to not only give him the gate, he's not going to be able to even slow the get within his foremost. So therefore, when he finally gives him the get, it's going to be considered a whore because he's going to lose the. Oh. And he speaks it out. And Joseph and the Evid Kohen ran away. The Ishit Kohen Shemar Dalbala. For that matter, the wife of the Kohen that rebels and runs away. 
Right? They can sleep to Rumah, because as long as they don't get the get, they sleep to Rumah. But this guy that gets the get, he loses. So therefore, the Mimi'ir is arguing that indeed it is still a hope because of the Terumah factor. So comes the, uh, comes the Hakamim and says, Shapir Ka'amadlu. You know what? That's a good claim the Mimi'ir is saying, which really indeed... Omezonot might not be a hov, but Tirumah is a hov, because as long as he's still an avid of the Kohen, Tirumah is still in the picture. Then even if, even if you want to tell me the master doesn't have to support him, but he can get the Tirumah from anywhere else. And don't tell me that he can take that away by throwing a gate at him, because the guy can run away and you know be incognito, so he can never throw the gate at him, and therefore he can always just keep on eating Tirumah. Amarava! So comes Gaboran says, Hainu de bematnitin. That's what the rabbis answered to the Bimi'ir back in the Mishnah. We had a vague statement we didn't understand. Now we understand that statement. What did they say? In the Mishnah we read that the rabbis told uh, the Bimi'ir, Tirumah is not a claim against us. You know why? Because he's his acquisition. And we didn't know what that meant. Now the Gemara is explaining it. He could sell him, which means if he wants, he could sell him to Israel. The Kohen could take a small amount of money, the Gemara says, four zoos, and what? Take four zoos, I'm sorry, right? Sell him to Israel, and therefore for sell him from the Rumah. So therefore, it's not a hov. Because he could have done it, you're right, he couldn't have freed him because the guy could run away. So he's not going to be able to get his get within the four amot. But, however, if he wants, he could sell him for a small amount of money. The Gemara says a small amount of money because nobody's going to buy an Avid that's uh, running away, that's not around anymore. You can't find the guy. So it's like he's buying an option of some sort. And I'm selling, I'm selling it to you for a small amount. In the event that you find him, he's yours. But the point is, he could sell him to Israel. What happens once he sends him to Israel? No more terumah. So if it's just spoil him when he's an avid, so if we didn't lose anything by uh, freeing him. It's only for a Kohen. Right. Only an avid. Oh, so that's the next question. According to you, it's only considered a hov by an avid of a Kohen. Eved Yisrael ma'ikah lememar. But what are you going to say by an Eved of a Yisrael? So Eved Yisrael doesn't need Tirumah. All each is Mizonot. And Mizonot, you don't have to give him. So therefore, L'chaorah, Eved Yisrael is going to be a Zichut, even according to the Bimeir. Amar Bishmuel Bar Yitzchak. Mepnesh mafsido me shifhak anit. Which means, even an Eved of a Yisrael, it's a chov. You know why? Because now he can't marry a shifcha kenanit. An Eved kenanit can marry a shifcha kenanit. Once he gets free, he can only marry a batcholin, a free girl. Now, it's an advantage to an Eved to marry a shifcha kenanit. You know why? Oh, the Gabbara says, Adama, harim atiru be batcholin. What are you talking about? Adama, by freeing him, now he can marry a, a, a free lady. So therefore, that's better, better to marry a free lady than a shifcha. Gabbara says, no, sir. An Eved would rather live a life of Hifkir. And you know what? Zilale. He could mistreat the Shifha. Because she's, uh, she's low in his, in his eyes. And therefore, she's always around for him to have uh, uh, fun with him, so to speak. And Pritzale. And she's a Pirutza. The Shifahot are uh, promiscuous. And therefore, the Eved rather have a good time with the Shifha, the Hifkir. Rather than marry a uh, batwarin, so therefore the Gemara, so, so the Hakamim say, you know what? It is indeed a hov 
Because now by freeing them, you lose the shifha kinanit factor. And therefore, it's considered a hod. That is the bottom line sivara of the bimi'ir by an avid of a kohen. And for that matter, I guess an avid of a avid said who had an avid kohen now. Which is the bottom line, famous statement of the Gemara, avda bihifkirani halit. Which means an avid chooses to live ifkir. And I'm going to give you the words, zilale. Since she's low in his eyes, so he's not scared to, to take advantage of her. She's available to him. And she's pirutza. And therefore, uh, she says, She acts with him in a pirutzut way. And therefore, the trim that is advantage. Ha'omer. Okay, we go to the next Mishnah. Ha'omer. Tenu get zel ishti. Now he tells his friend. His friends. Tenu get zel ishti. Give this get. To my wife. Or give this star shahrut to my slave. Umit. Uh, the sender, that's the Mishalaya, died, okay, before he gave over the star. He cannot give it after death. Let's read Rashi over here. Rashi says, Haomer tenu get, now the Algot Abbaq takes out the word ze. Okay, we'll see why he takes out the words there. Which means, do not learn it where he told the Ebed Ten. If you would have told him Ten, it's master, the get is already in his hand, in the Shaliyah Sin, and he's just telling him, give it to my wife. He didn't say that. He said, That she learns the case that the Shaliyah did not get hold of the get in his life. Which means the Mishaleah, the sender, the husband, did not give the get to the Shaliah when he was alive. He just told them, do me a favor, give the get. Where's the get? The get's over there. Give the get over there to my wife. Which means that she's saying Hadush over here. Normally what we say according to the rabbis, once the Shaliyah gets the <coughs> gets the get, so we said by let's say um by get Shahrur, uh, right? The rabbis said that get Shahrur of Adadim is considered a zikhut for the uh Ibid, right? Achamim. That freeing a slave is a zikhut. Once the Shaliyah gets the get, that she's telling Achamim gonna say what? For practical purposes, the guy is free. Now, this is what she's saying over here. We have a stiran Rashi from something that he said earlier. No reading what she says now. If the shaliyah gets the get, I don't care if the mishaleh, if the sender dies. Once the shaliyah gets the get, he's okay for the heaven. It's like the heaven is free. That cannot be the case over here. The case over here is saying where the guy told the shaliyah, go and give the get. Before the shaliyah even picked it up, the guy died. Mm-hmm. But again, she's telling us the big hadush here. Had the Shalia pick it up before the sender died, the avid would go free. And for that matter, the lady, uh, well, the lady is considered a hov. By the avid, at least. Now, this contradicts a Rashi that we learned on Daftet Amudbet. If you remember on Tet Amudbet, when this case came up, Rashi clearly said that when the Shalia is Zokheh in the Shihrur, all it means is that the hus or that the master cannot retract, but if he's not freed until he actually gets the document. Which means over here he's saying something different. 
Over here he's saying no. Once he gets the document, it's effective uh, uh, that the guy is free. All we're saying, that, that's why she has, she has to make the case that's talking about what? Where he died before he even picked up the document. But in the kind of, if he picked up the document, the Sharia, it would be effective immediately. We have to give a case where it's not effective. So that means the guy who's sending it died, means the, the Adon, had to die even before the Sharia picked it up. So we have a contradiction in Nashi. So if you go back to Daftet, Tosfot is points out this contradiction. Go to Daftet Amud Bet, look at the Bura Matrit Tosfot, Lo Yitinu Lahan Mita. Perush be contras. Even though the rabbis When the shalia gets the shtar, All it does is that the owner cannot retract. But as long as the get doesn't get his hands, That's the way that she learned on daftet. That what the holding the start of the shalia only affects that the uh, master cannot retract, but he's not actually free until he gets the get itself. Therefore, if the owner died at that point, he's not free because what's going to happen? The avid is going to become the property of the inheritors. However, on the contrary, the second the Shalia picks up the gift for the Ebed, it should be the Ebed. And then we should be free on the spot. Especially that we say when you're giving the Shalia the gift, it's like you're telling him, be Zocher for the Ebed. Like, so he says, uh, Hazarbo. That she himself retracted. Shepinesh the command of Yudgima, which we just read. Al Mishnazu. Da Omer tenu garsinan. The law garsinan ten getze. Because if he would have said ten getze, this must be the get is here. It's not here the get. He's just saying the ten get, which means he didn't get it in his hand. And then the Shaliyah, and then the Mishaleh, the sender died. So you see from Rashi, that Rashi really holds like Tosavot in the end. Because if he would have gotten it to Shalia when the sender is still alive, it's over. The guy is free. I don't care if he dies. That's why Rashi had to say the case. There was no get in front of anybody. He just told you, you know what? Go get the get Shekharun and go in the interim before the Shalia picked it up. The sender died. So then we have a very important, the sender died. And therefore it's no get. Because the, the Shalihut is broken. And that's why Tosfot says that Ashi was Hosea Bo. So very important to know that Ashi Tosfot really agree now. So bottom line, you want to crystallize the Shaliyah, a Mishaleah, Mishaleah is the sender. The Mishaleah gives the get to the Shaliyah. Once the Shaliyah gets it in the Zuchet for the Eved, I don't care if the Mishaleah dies. The Eved is free. Here we're talking about a case where the Mishaleah tells the Shaliyah, go give the get, the get's over there, go get the get and give it. In the interim, before the Shaliyah picked it up, the Mishaleah died. That's why the Mishnah says it. The, the, no, 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 no freedom. Because what's going to happen? Once he dies, the Shilihot is obviously broken. He wasn't Zokhir yet. The Evid is considered property. The property falls to the inheritors. And that's it. And who are by the case of uh, the uh, Get? Ahmed, Tenu Get Zelishti. And we will see in the Gemara. He tells him, Tenu Get Zelishti, give the Get to his wife. Shtan Shalut Zelishti, Ahmed, Lo Yitru Lahan Mita. Good. Comes the Gemara and says, Mishnah says, next case. 
Tenu maneli ishploni. Similar case, but there's more money. Give maneh. You have a hundred dollars to this guy. Umet. Even though the shaliya and the mishaliya died, yitnu lachar mita. It's still given after mita. Now we have to see what's the difference between get and shichrut in the case of money. Okay, so we have to see. Look at. Um, Okay, good. Lo yitiru lachal mita. I'm just looking at that sheet. Digita lo avi ad mateli liyadeh. Right, the get is not hal until he actually gets it. Vehi mateli liyadeh hamitle. She's by the time he got to the shaliyah's hands, let's say, already the guy died. Who pakale rishuteh? Therefore, he loses it. It's not his rishut anymore. Should everyone went to the uh, went to the, the inheritance, uh, like we said. Okay, so comes the gemara and begins. Okay. This law of the money that you're telling me that what guy tells the shaliyah go give the money to so and so even though the mishalayah dies the money is considered given, which means uh, you cannot retract, it's considered uh, done. It's only talking about in the case where the money is designated. It's piled up, it's a designated money where they know where it is. That she says, The money is designated. He told me, see this money over here? Tenu leplon. So comes Gebran says, Bekirin Zavita in the corner. Bemai askinan. What's the case? Ilema bebari. If it's talking about a regular case of a healthy guy, healthy guy, healthy telling his friend, give the money to so and so, kisivurin, my habit. What do I care if they are piled up? Halom mashach. If the shaliyah didn't pick them up, when the guy was alive, he didn't make a zikhut for him, and therefore when the mishaleah died, it should be no uh, no deal, which means the shaliyah has to uh, pick it up when the guy's still alive. So what do I care, even if, it's, even if it was designated, with the, with the money that's over here. So what? If the guy didn't pick it up, and when the mishaleah died, it should not, uh, it should not work. He's sivurin mayavi. Halo mashach. And therefore... The Yorshim are not going to be hired. Yorshim will inherit the money now, and they, they don't got to do anything. So it comes again with nonsense. Ve'ela b'shchiv mera. Oh, so you tell me it's a new law. It's talking about a guy on his deathbed. The guy on his deathbed. What did he tell the, the sheriff? Do me a favor. That money over there, that pile over there, give it to the, uh, give it to this guy. So the guy says, "My idiyas sevurin. Why do you need it to be piled? Right? He is sevurin nameh." Even if they're not pockets, we have a rule when it comes to a shibira dai kaimalan, the devresh shibira kichtuvim bechim surim damu. Rabbis made a special law that when a guy's on his deathbed and he commands uh, uh, to do something, give this money to souls, even without a star, we consider it already it is done. It's considered as if it was given over because we don't want the shibira to get nervous that they're not going to fulfill his words, and different from that, it's going to make him get more sick. So, therefore, what do I need to be uh, piled up? If the guy's on his deathbed, he tells us to yeah, give the money to, to so and so, wherever the money is, it's considered as if it's given already, so that we don't understand the case of the Mishnah. Amar Abzvid. Abzvid said, Le'olam Bibari. It's talking about a healthy guy. Also, our question was. 
What's the other guy going to do? He, he didn't acquire the money. He, the Shvet didn't, 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 didn't take the money. So it says, Kedaravuna Amarab. Tamaravuna Amarab. Maneli biyadecha. Tenahu lo lefloni b'ma'amad shiloshtan kana. The law of Rab called ma'amad shiloshtan. In the presence of three. What is this law of ma'amad shiloshtan? You have three players over here. You have the person that wants to give the money. You have the person that is receiving the money, and then you have the middleman. Who's the middleman? This middleman over here, which we can call the shaliyah, but he's also the one that was watching a picadon for the uh, mishaleah. Which means, let's say you have Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Reuven, at a previous time, gave Shimon something to watch. They gave him an asset, right? He gave him a diamond ring, whatever it is. I want you to watch this uh, ring for me. So Shimon is holding a ring for uh, Reuven. So Reuven can tell Shimon, that ring that you're holding for me, so it's by him already, that ring I want you to be Zohar for Levi. So in such a case, it's going to work. Why? Because our question was, what do you mean? But the Shnei wasn't Zohar yet. He was Zohar. He was Zohar because he was a Picadon. It was like he was watching it anyway for Reuven. So in such a case, you called the Ma'amad Shiloshtam law, that Rav holds, that Reuven can give, some, give something to Levi, so long as it's already in the hands of Shimon. Even though he dies subsequently, and Levi didn't get it yet, it doesn't matter. Since it's by Shimon, it works. Now, why does it have to be Sifurimba? Why does it have to be uh, designated? <coughs> so the Gemara explains that the reason why it has to be uh, designated is because um, the item has to be around, as opposed to let's say if it was if it wasn't a picador, like I said, a ring, a ring that he's watching, he cannot spend it. That's in his possession. But if it was money, money is movable. Which is like, the money that I that, that 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 you're watching for me, right? Uh, I want you to, or, or the money that I lent you. Say that no, I'm watching for me. Watching because I can't spend it either. The money that I lent you, I want to gift that to uh, to Levi. Well, that money's not around anymore, because when you lend somebody money, that money's allowed to spend. So on that, it's not going to work, because he knows that the item has to be around in order for this to work. So it's working with a batanat bari, with the concept of ma'amad sheloshtan. And the Gemara is going to explain this uh, in a moment. But the point is, if somebody asks you, what's the pshat in the Mishnah? When the Mishnah says... That what? That if a person says, right, he wants to give money to so and so, ten that is by you, I want you to give it to Levi, even though Reuven dies before it gets to Levi, since it's by Shimon already, it's considered with Zochefin, and therefore, even after death, he must give it. That is the opinion of Rav Zvid. Still Sivurin or that's... It has to be Sivurin. Sivurin means it has to be designated. We will see in the Gemara clearly why it has to be designated. I told you the Sivara already. Rav Papa says no. Le'olam b'shchiv merah. I'm going back. Rav Papa says, I'm going to tell you the case of the shchiv merah. Ki idach derav. And this is following another statement of Rav. Damar Rav. Shchiv merah she'amar. I give this money to so and so. Right? Manezetam Ennotnim. Haishin and Shema Mane Kabur Kama. 
which reads like this. We have a law of Rab when it comes to Lashkid Menah's uh, gift. He says like this. Let's say a guy says, Tenu mane lefloni menechasai. Right? When it comes to saying, give, 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 give a uh, mane, give uh, some money to this guy over here. So the law is like this. It depends what he said. Mane ze, if he designated the money, notnim. Because the law of Lashkid even though he dies, the money is given because we consider it as given even when he was a when he's alive. But only when he designates. However, if he just says manis stam, give money to so and so as a shchib mera. Designate the amount or the actual no, if money. No, actual money is here in front. Manis is pointing to the money. Then the shchib mera's gift is a gift even after he dies. Doesn't matter. You got to execute. However, when he says manis stam. He just says, give money to so-and-so. Give a thousand dollars. So that, but it doesn't point, it doesn't, it's not designated. Then already, Interesting. Then we suspect that maybe there's some money that's buried somewhere, and that's what he intended. Which means when this guy comes along to the inheritance and says, hey, your father said uh, to give me a thousand dollars. Yeah, go on, it's buried somewhere. Go find a thousand dollars. We know what he's talking about. <laughs> if he said this thousand, you can argue with it. But if he said manesta, maybe the, the money was uh, was buried. Oh, so therefore, the Mishnah is talking about ma'ot sivurin. Because it's a shkibah. Our question was, if it's a shkibah, why does the money have to be designated? No, 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 no matter what. If it's a out, whatever he just says to do is done. Even if the money is not designated. No, it's going according to Rav. And Rav was, if the money is not designated, the inheritance would come along and say, <coughs> yeah, our fathers are talking about some money that's buried somewhere. Go find it. That's what has to be simulated. Oh, bilcheta, batalaka, nekbura lo chayshinan. We don't follow Rav. Which means you don't suspect that what? that the guy had some money hidden somewhere. So even if he didn't say, Maneh, Zeh, according to the halakha, the inheritors cannot come along and say, Oh yeah, uh, we're not giving you the money, uh, go, go, go find it. Probably, probably our father meant there was some money buried somewhere, go find it. Now you don't suspect that situation. But according to the Mishnah, that the Mishnah was following that opinion, that's why it's Maneh Sivurin, it's, it's money that's piled up, and it's talking about his kibbutz. So we have a fantastic Mahlopter over here, just to get a kid between Rav Papa and Rav Zvid. How to learn the Mishnah. The case of Maneh. Tnu Maneh Leploni and then the guy died. According to Rav Zvid, it's talking about Matanat Bari. <coughs> okay? So you remember Rav Zvid's bit. Bit Bari. It's talking about Matanat Bari. Oh, Matanat Bari. But he didn't get the money yet. He did get the money through a third party. Which means it was Ma'amad Shloshtan. Reuven had money by Shimon, he told Shimon, I want you to be Zokheh for Nivi. It works only when the money is Savur, like we're seeing the Gemara now. We're talking about a Shechiv Merah case. Oh, Shechiv Merah case, guys on his deathbed, so what do you have to say the money is designated? Because we're going to the Rav Shintan, if the money is not designated, it doesn't work. Because the Yoshim can come along and say, well, there's Maneh Kavur. The money was buried somewhere, therefore we're going to find it, we're not giving you anything. Oh, but if it's Maneh Zeh, so then already, there's no, nothing to talk about. It's like it's given over already, even after we die. Because the Matanab is Merah, we consider it as if it's given over. Because uh, even though he didn't divide a star or anything like that, because we don't want the Shechid Merah to be, be preoccupied, they're not going to fulfill his words. Now comes the Gemara and says, Rav Papa, my Ta'ama, Luama, Kerav Zavid. Okay, now we want to go and see why each rabbi didn't like the other rabbi's opinion. How come Rav Papa that says, Tumana Shechid Merah? How come he doesn't hold like Rav Zavid that says the case, Tumana Matana of a Bari? Because 
Rav Papa holds, I agree with this Ma'amad Shloshtan business, but I hold that when Rav mentioned this Ma'amad Shloshtan business, it wasn't only by a Pikadon that's there, it was said even by a Melveh, even by a loan, which means, so it doesn't have to be Sivurin, which is he held, if let's say, Reuven uh, lent money to Shimon, he could tell Shimon, that money that I lent you, I want that money to go to Levi. Now, then if that's the case, it doesn't have to be Sivurin. Sivurin means it's there. Now, if it's a loan, it doesn't have to be there. Now, we're learning the Mishnah, so about a case there. So therefore, Rav Papa says, I couldn't learn it the case of the Ma'amad Shloshtan of a body. Because if that's the case, I hold it doesn't have to be there. I hold even if it's not, even if it was a Malveh, even if it was a loan, the law is that it's going to transfer even after he dies. So that's why he cannot learn in that case. Okay, good. So Rav Zavid, my Tamalu Amar Kira Papa, and I'll go the other way. How come Rav Zavid did not learn like the case of Rav Papa? So about a Shechim Merah. Why does he want to say the Mishnah's Beshkiv Mera? He doesn't establish Why? Mimai, Midiktali, Haomer, Kenu get Zele Ishti, Bishtar Shearur Zele Avdi. You know how you know we're not talking about Beshkiv Mera in this Mishnah? From the first case. What was the first case in the Mishnah? Guy says, Tenu, give this get to my wife, or give this Shtar Shearur to my Avid. Umet, and then what happened? The guy died. So he cannot give it after death. Now, the Gibbara makes it to you. Only because he died. But if he was still alive, obviously he's able to execute it and you give the get to the to the to the to the and you give the to the to the shaliyah and the guy is freed and the lady is divorced. So Gabriel says, wait, Ta'amad de'amar tenu. But that's only because he said the words tenu. Ha'lo amar tenu en nutnim. But it's smart that if he didn't say the word tenu, even mehayim, even when he's alive, it's not going to be in transact. Because if he just tells the shaliyah, write it up. Write it up is not enough. Write it up, maybe just time to write up to have it ready. Which means the Mishnah is saying the only way it's going to work Mechaim when the guy is still alive is if he told him actually Tenu. And therefore the give of Meshchiv Merah Afagav Delo Amar Tenu Notin. But Meshchiv Merah even without Tenu you give. See I'm going to explain to you now outside. I'm making a view from my Mishnah. The Mishnah says like this. Guy tells the Shaliyah. Let's talk about the one case so we don't confuse ourselves. Shalur Abadim. Guy tells the Shaliyah. So what's the law? If the guy dies before the shaliyah gets it, no deal. Oh, but if the shaliyah gets it when the mishaleah is still alive, you got a deal. Guy's free. So you see, we're making a haluk between mehayim and mitah. Depends if the guy's still alive when the shaliyah got it or not. There's a haluk between when he's still alive or not. And which case are we making the haluk? In the case of Tenu. In the case of where he told the Shaliyah, give it. We gave him orders to give it. Implying what? That if he didn't tell him orders, give it. If he just told him, write it up. Write it up is nothing. Even Mehaim, even if the Shaliyah picked it up when the guy was still alive, means nothing because he didn't tell him to give it. As long as he didn't tell him to give it, it's nothing. So if you're going to tell me that, that's not so. Because if you're learning the case, is talking about Eshchiv Merah, even if he just says, not even give it, even if he just says, 
Right, even if he doesn't say tenu, even if he just says write it up, whatever the Shem Miraz language is, even Mehaim is considered executed. So therefore, from the fact that the Mishnah said the only case Mehaim that's going to work is a case of tenu, it cannot be talking about a case of a Shem Look at Rashi, we'll read this aside again, more clarity, Rashi. Look at Rashi. Fourth point. The case the, the Mishnah is saying, if he was alive, it's okay. Because he said, he said, give it. Let's say he just told me, write it. He didn't say, give it. Even if he's still alive, we're going to say, don't give it again. The fact that it didn't say the case of Kidvu, we can learn from that even if he was still alive, because according to we're going to see this Ishtab Rabbi Shimon Shezuri. Rabbi Shimon Shezuri, which we'll see right now, holds a Shimera that just says, write it up. Write it up means write it up and give it. You know why? Because the guy's flustered. He's on his deathbed. He didn't get around to say give it. So even write it up is considered enough. So now I'm going to say again. Of course, why would you write it up and not give it though? No, no, no. Which means uh, when a regular case, outside of a shechibirah, if the guy just says write it up, write it up. I don't tell you to give it. I want it to be prepared. So therefore, let's say he wrote it up. <coughs> and the shliach's holding it means nothing. The Eben is not free. Only reason why we're saying the Ebed goes free if the Mishaleah is still alive because he told them, give it. Oh, once he tells them, give it. The Shaleah picks it up. The guy's still alive who sent him. The Ebed is free. Mashmawat. That if he didn't tell him, give it. If he just told him, write it up. Even if he's still alive, it's not going to work. But that's not so. For cases, talking about a Shechid Merah. Even if a Shechid says, write it up, it's considered as if it's Signed and delivered. Even Mehaim is going to be okay. Why? Because Rabbi Shimon Shizuri holds that Eshkima does not have to say Tenu. Because you assume that he's flustered, so he didn't get around to say the word Tenu. How do you know that? The Imran says, Ditnan, Barishonayu Umrim. Originally they used to say like this, Hayyotseb Bekolar. Let's say, God forbid, a guy's being sent out, uh, you know, capital punishment, the government's going to, you know, kill him. Kolari, uh, they're going to hang him. The Amar, and he tells his Shaliyah, Kitvu or Kitvu get le ishti. He just tells him Kitvu. He doesn't even tell the Shaliyah, write the get. Hare elu yichtivu v'yitnu. Which means, even you said, write it up, write it and give it. Hazrul Omar. When you went, they you went further and they said, Not only a guy's going out to die, even if a guy's going out on a trip, he's going on a uh, you know caravan, things like that. Also, since it's uh, dangerous a little, so therefore we're concerned. He doesn't want his wife, let's say, maybe to fall to your boom and things like that. So he wants to give the divorce. So he says before he leaves, Kitfu, you give it. Even a shchiv mera. Oh, so what do you see that he holds the bishem on chizuri? That a shchiv mera that says kitvu, it's as if he's telling him kitvu v'natnu. So therefore, let's go back to the claim of Rav Papa. Rav Papa said, I'm sorry, Rav Zvid said, I don't want to learn the case of the Mishnah is a shchiv mera. You know why? 
because it was a Shechimera, the Mishnah would not have to say, Tenugit. Shechimera even works with a case of Kitvugit. But from the fact that Mishnah said Tenu, must be we're talking about a healthy person, where only Tenu works, but Kitvu would not work. Mehayim. Comes the Gemara and says, Matkitla Rabashe. comes along and asks a question on this line of reasoning. Who told you that our Mishnah is following the Bishamon Shizuri that says, Kitvu is enough by Yeshiv Merah, Dilma Rabbanani? Maybe it's following our opinion, the opinion of the rabbis. The rabbis say, by Yeshiv Merah, you still have to say, Tenu. It was only the Bishamon Shizuri that said, Misukan doesn't have to say Tenu. But according to the rabbis and I'm going to be Shimon Chizuri, they all, even a Shechiv Merah, had to say Tenu. So if that's the case, Amish Taki be talking about even a Shechiv Merah. What are you saying, but don't make the deal? Yeah, well, no, which means, Ravzvid, your whole claim is, we can't be talking about Shechiv Merah, because the Mishnah says Tenu, and a Shechiv Merah doesn't have to say Tenu. Yeah, that's going to be Shimon Chizuri. But who says the Mishnah is going like to be Shimon Chizuri? Maybe the Mishnah is going like to the Banan, that say even a Shechiv Merah has to say Tenu. So therefore, the Mishnah is correct. Mishnah can be referring to a Shechiv Merah, that's why it says the words Tenu, even by Shechiv Merah. So you know, yeah, which means, if that's your whole reason why you didn't go like enough papa, that reason's not enough. Comes the Gemara and says, Gufa. Now we're going back to a subject we just mentioned. Amar Avun Amarav. Maneli biyadecha tenau leploni be'ma'amad shiloshtan kana. We're going back to the law of Rav, the ma'amad shiloshtan law. Right? Reuven has a pikadon by Shimon. He tells Shimon, that the pikadon that you have, I want you to give it to Levi. Even though Reuven dies, doesn't matter. The pikadon goes to Levi. It's mistabed that this case is talking about the pikadon. Pikadon meaning it's a collateral that's there. Like I said, a ring. Something that's there. But when it comes to a loan, no. Why? Because the ma'ot are not there. So at the time, you're saying, the money that's by you, there's no money by him. The money was spent already. So therefore, he cannot be meknes something, like so to speak, that's not there. That's what it would make sense to say. This is who's talking over here. Rav Aravas, it would make sense to say that this ma'amad shloshtan law of Rav was only said by a pekadon. But not by a malveh. But then you know what he says? Elohim. But I swear... Rab said it even by a malveh, even by a loan. Now we have to see the mechanics, how this works. We have a statement to support this. That what Shemuel clearly says the name of Rab. That what? Sorry, the name of Levi. Malveh, a loan that is by you. I want you to give it to the third party. He is Kone. Now we have to see again the mechanics. How does not only a pikadon this works, which means you owe me money. You owe me a thousand dollars. That thousand dollars that you owe me, give it to Levi. Even though the loan is not around. The loan, he spent the loan. What do you do with the money? Money doesn't matter. The money is considered by Levi, meaning even if Levi dies, doesn't matter, it is considered given a horse. So the Gibraltar says, What's the reason for this? Amar Amemor, Amemor says, 
It's as if you look at, at the time that Uven gave the money to Shimon, when he made the initial loan, when the money was still there, it's as if Shimon told Reuven, I am bound to you and to anybody that comes as a result of you. So therefore, even though the money is not around now, we're not making the deal now when the money was spent. It's as if, exactly, when the money was given over, Reuven gave the money to Shimon, it's as if Shimon, it's as if Shimon is saying, Listen, I'm, I'm bound to you because I owe you the money. But you know what? Not only am I bounding myself to you, but I'm binding myself to anybody that's going to come through you, which means if later on you're going to tell me, give the money to Levi, I'm telling you from now, I am obligated to give the money to Levi. So the shirbut is made at the time that the loan is still intact. Right? That's the logic. So comes the Gemara and says, So Amemor was the one that gave this logic. So the Sheikh challenges. It says like this, which means, you're going to tell me over here, <coughs> what about, let's say the Uvin, tells Shimon, that what? I want you to be, uh, this money, this, uh, I, want, I want this money to, to, to be given to, to, to who? To somebody that wasn't around at the time of the loan. Somebody that was born after. Just at the time of the loan, Levi wasn't around, he wasn't born yet. Okay? Now, all of a sudden, Shruven goes to Shimon, I want you to give that money to Levi. So according to what we're saying now, Levi really wasn't around at the time. Now, how could Shimon say, I'm binding myself to you and anybody that comes through you? Levi wasn't in the world yet. Now we have a rule. Rabbi Meir holds, just study Shalom Rabbi Meir Shita. Rabbi Meir says, a person is allowed to be makneh davar shalom I can acquire something, I can, I can make a kenyan on something that did not come to the world yet. Which means I can even, let's have a tree, right? The fruit did not come to the world yet. I can sell you the fruit before they come to the world. Davar shalom But even Rabbi Meir says that I can acquire or I can sell something that didn't come to the world yet, but I cannot sell something to someone that did not come to the world yet. Understand? I can sell perot that are destined to come out of a tree even though they didn't come out yet. But that's davar That's the item. But I cannot make an acquisition to somebody that did not come into the world yet. So the Gemara says, "Da'afilu da'bimiir da'amar adam b'kneid davar <clears throat> at the time of the Kenyan, which is, I can tell you at the time of the Kenyan, I'm being magnet to you, uh, the tree, and let's say the fruits that come out of the tree, even though the fruits did not come out yet. However, <laughs> which means that's only to a person, but that is in the world. <laughs> but even if he is to a guy that's not around, you cannot be magnet. So we're back to the question. According to your logic, Amemor, your case will only help if Nevi was around at the time of the loan. But what if Nevi was not around at the time of the loan? Right? Nevi was born after. So according to what you're saying, it's not going to work. So therefore, we're going to see on tomorrow's daf, Rav Asher is going to give us a new understanding of how Ma'amad Shiloshtan works with a Malbe Amemor's reason is going to be problematic to a fellow that wasn't around. And therefore, Rabbi Shizu, we have to redefine to us the mechanics 
about this concept were